<laughs> Dude, I'm just on fucking Facebook waiting right now. What are you what are you doing? We're waiting on TJ. You're texting! Damn. Who? Yo mama. Welcome to the Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. This is a show where friends get to sit around and talk all things Invincible, a comic book by Robert Kirkman. I'm your host, Ryan, and joining me is Bill. Hello. And TJ. Hello. Oh, hi. Hello. You all right? Uh, so downtrodden sounded a little today. sad there. Not at all. Oh, that sounded sad. I'm excited. You excited? <laughs> <laughs> how have you guys been? Good. Yeah? yeah. I saw Logan. Oh, and? Did you get, you didn't end up seeing no, it yet? Not a, Do you agree with that? Not a fan of the character. I'll see it eventually. I hear good things, but yeah. well, I hear some good things and some really well Bo- you boring or not boring. It was, Bill says it's boring. Eh, I don't think it was necessarily boring. Boring. I I like X Men. Uh, I don't like that Wolverine has become that main character that he has of the you know of the movies. But I thought it was awesome. Thought it was really really good. Mm. So I dug it. Really? Even oh, we can't talk yeah, about no, it because no. you didn't see it. That's all right. Uh, neither <laughs> did. I mean, we're also live on the air, and probably a lot of these people have not the seen spoilers. it. Spoilers. Well. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. No, okay, that's all right. We won't, we won't but anyways, spoil. no, I've been doing good. Lots of good movies out lately. Lots of good video games out lately. A lot to do, and Invincible is back, right? So we've got uh, issue 134 just came out. So we're going to be talking about that today. Uh, before we dive into that, we've got Invincible action figures. They're finally here. Finally. That's and they awesome. were announced like a couple days after our last episode. Like we're, we're we're which we talked, which we had our you know uh, guest spotlight on Bo Pilgrim, who mm-hmm. makes custom invincible action figures, and we talked about how awesome it would be to have them. And then like a couple days later, they get announced. So we should should we? So anything that we talk about comes true, right? Oh, These yeah. are magic mics that we talk into. Uh-huh. Yep. If we rub them the right way. Mm-hmm. Hmm. How many times have we talked about it going in like an invincible movie and stuff though? It still oh, yeah. hasn't happened. Yet. Yet. Yeah. But, but it has so, not happened. So these figures, they, there's two different versions. We've got TJ the, has one here. Yeah, TJ We're actually got one. We're looking at it right now. Um, I had to get the bloody one. It's pretty First, sweet. I will eventually get the other one. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of torn. I want... So yeah, so there's the clean version and the bloody version. Um, I'm kind of torn. I want two of each. I want to open... I want an open one and a boxed one on card. Now, TJ, do you plan on keeping yours in the box or taking it out? Uh, I'm going to keep it in the box. Are you? Nice. I, I just don't... I'm not going to play with it if I take yeah. it out of the box. I'm going to be like, I'm going to... I want to hold it just like one time. <laughs> you know what I mean? But once I take it out of the box and then I hold it and I'm like, oh, well, no, I just want to put it back, back in the box, in the box forever. But it's about posing it too. You know, putting yeah. it in a cool pose it's a and display. stuff. Let me... Let me, well, let me yeah. I, have an, it, I have an idea for posing the bloody one that I, I can't... I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just going to do it and hopefully it works Him out. on his knees with Angstrom Levy. <laughs> No, kind of thing. It, no uh, it's something. We'll see. If it works out, I'll post it on the Twitter. In, in the grand scheme of things, in a thousand years, because the Earth is still going to be here, and that's just going to be dust anyways, wouldn't you rather play with it? I don't no. know. I mean, the fact I, that... I would not play with it, though. I mean, the I fact that play with it. it's made by Skybound and everything like that, I mean, it's not like something you can get in stores, does mean that it could be you know, potentially more rare. Well, and depending on what like happens, and, and if everything gets like bigger, is you know, Skybound exclusive, though. I yeah. feel like I feel like. Yeah, I mean, all invincible well, figures, well, no, Walking, Walking Dead, Dead figures, stuff. You can they... go to Target and get Walking Dead figures. True, because they came out with a show and stuff. No, I, but I mean, like, eh. yeah, but everything, everything ebbs and flows. So, like, if 
hopefully they come out with with a, a show, an animated TV mm-hmm. show, a movie, and Invincible, the comic's gonna fucking skyrocket. Like yep. your first issue is gonna be crazy, and then once the it dies down, it's gonna be as worthless as it was or, before. Or you just get two of each, which uh, is what I'd love to do. But that's, you, that's $100. Would you, no, would you say that before Walking Dead be- became a show and no one really knew about it, and if we had an action figure like this, do you think that that action figure that came out before the show would have would be worth a ton of money right now? I think at the peak of the show it would be. No, but then, I don't. dude, people, it's not locked in like it's interest. You know what I mean? People yeah, pay for things that they it's want. It's awesome. We, this is what we've been Regar- wanting yeah, for a long regardless time. Regardless of who cares, but who cares how much it's worth, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, exactly. That's like, what I'm saying. Is is I could care. I'm, now, if it was worth a lot of money, I wouldn't sell it. Now, for those of you that got to the uh, Penvencipels, the letter section of Invincible, you'll notice that Robert Kirkman actually kind of. Uh, uh, made a point to say that Megabox, the you know, uh, what do you call it, quarterly, subscription yeah, box. the quarterly subscription box that Skybound does, the action figure that's included in the next one is actually going to be in- Invincible related. He didn't say what it was going to be, but he did say that Megabox will hopefully be posting pictures or doing something soon. Blue and um, black. You think blue it's blue and black? And black. I have a blue feeling it black. is. Really, the blue and black costume? Yeah. No. It's absolutely the blue and black. I think it's going to be a blue and black variant. I agree. Of this? Yeah. Yeah. Not the bloody oh. one, unless it's blue, black, and bloody. Or what if it's just I don't like. Think it'd be bloody. Or what if it's just like solid color with it could blood? Be, you don't it think, could be both. Or black with because blood. Because some, sometimes what they do with uh, subscription boxes and is that like half the people will get one figure, half the people will get another figure. Mm, that you would bother I mean? me. Because then I didn't get it. I don't know. You want the one that you didn't have. Always. Or, or I'd want both. Like you, you think it's going to be an action figure? I don't know figure? if there would be a point to doing that, though, because you, you, it's not like, oh, you should have bought two subscription boxes, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, I know. Yeah, I don't think they'd do that. So what are you saying, Bill? You think that it would be an action figure, not like a statue? Oh, no, it is an action figure. It's going to be just it's like the Negan one. It's a articulate. Yep. They're it's, all going to be It's going to be just like that. Hmm. Then, yeah, now I do McFarland believe that it would be everything. a blue... Which would be cool. Variant. I think that'd be awesome. So, uh, that's exciting. Uh, also, one of the uh, Emerald City Comic Con exclusives, other than the figures, was the uh, pins. You know, yesterday's the pin company released the Conquest and the Invincible pins, which are awesome looking. Uh, they added a Adam Eve and a Invincible logo, the one that pays homage to Youngblood. So um, those are pretty neat, uh, and all of those are available on the Skybone store now. They're no longer. ECCC exclusive. So, moving on. Um, the other thing that was mentioned in the letters column, and I wanted to talk to both of you guys about, was Robert Kirkman uh, uh, answered a fan question in there about you know tying up loose ends. Someone mentioned you know oh are we going to see Dropkick and Fightmaster again? You know which you know referencing that you know famous issue that we ref- you know refer to a lot where they go into the future mm-hmm. uh, with King Immortal. And Kirkman said, uh, you know, basically that there are a lot of things that, you know, fans can consider loose ends that he doesn't necessarily consider loose ends. And there's going to be, you know, a lot of, you know, cool throwbacks and things in the coming issues. But there might be and probably will be some things that are not, you know, tied up. I think that that's Kirkman just going off on his own little thing. But I think I like we talked about something that that. I brought into the podcast in issue 22 that was, um, or I'm sorry, 122, where it was uh, yes. some like alien that asked Eve for help and um, Eve was like, no, don't touch it. And they walked away and then someone else picked it up and then 
it said, oh, thank you, and then transformed into the other alien. Mm -hmm. We never saw anything yeah, about that again. Yeah, it introduced again. an alien that was able to shapeshift. Yeah, it, so we never we never saw that again. That's something that I think that Kirkman is talking about. Like, oh, there's some things that like don't need to be, we don't need to yes. go back to. This is something we absolutely need to go back to, and I think that Kirkman knows that. I, what thing? I have the, the, the alien? future, no, the oh. future... Um, yeah, if we never see the anything about the yeah, alien that's again, what I mean. I, I, I want to see it, yeah. but if it doesn't happen, I'm not like I, I off think about that the future needs to happen. There's though. an absolutely unacceptable amount of you know loose ends that can be left open, which you know don't really affect the story. There mm -hmm. were just cool things that were put in there that we might never see again. And which you is have things fine. like Lost, where you're just well, yeah, which was, was terrible. Yeah. I mean, he was, <laughs> but the 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 question in there in the in the letters column specifically referenced that issue. Well, he, but he didn't they, specifically they, address that. right. But he his answer to that question was well, no, he he just asked. He thought that Fightmaster and Dropkick um, were uh, Immortals' children or something like that. He didn't oh, specifically okay. ask about if that issue was true. Do you know? You know what's interesting now that I think about it is that it, think about how how Kirkman sets up like major villains and issues in the comic and stuff like that like that clone copying alien kind of reminds me of how he set up the sequids how it was like this one it's little always something really small yeah, one and little it, thing and then it, well, and then it slowly comes back i bet you that that it that was going to be a thing but now since it's ending it's yeah, not going and to it be. doesn't need to be so yes you can kind of see where he might have planted a seed oh yeah a hundred percent yeah hundred percent very interesting though um we got more from kirkman uh at the ecc C. C. I always forget that last C. Um, more from him at the Q&A that he did there. Now, I retweeted the uh, uh, link to the video on our Twitter account. You should definitely check it out. There are a, a, a few instances. I think there's three instances where he actually talks about Invincible. Um, fans come up and ask him a few questions. He gives some more insight into why the you know why they're ending the series and the decision to end the series. He talks to another fan about uh, the decision to make uh, Omni-Man kind of the villain in the beginning uh, and that decision that he made you know for him to enslave the human you know race uh, as well as a fan asks about Invincible and other mediums like doing an animated or something along those lines and uh, before we recorded I showed Bill and TJ that what do you guys think of that uh, it's, it's happening already so my response <laughs> because what Kirkman did if you guys hadn't seen it was that he kind of went off into his own little thing and and stopped answering the question but then he came back to it really quick and he's like he's like uh, and as for that I can't really tell you much because you know it's probably happening soon might be happening soon yeah, he, he, well, he said we might be close we might be close yeah we yeah. might be which again we've talked about it in the past he, he can't say anything until it's official and he doesn't want to say anything just in case something happens and I get that but Something's happening. My, my, Something's happening. My it's theory, just whether or not. I mean, it still might not. But my theory, based off it. of his answer and his and his body language and like how he was kind of making a joke about it, like mm, yeah, we're yeah. close, we're close. Like, is that when they announce it, there's going to be a trailer That'd for so an awesome. animated an animated show. Mm -hmm. That's what it's going to be. I'd love it. Oh my gosh, that's what that'd be great. I mean, they listen to fans when it came to the figures. I mean, that would be that'd be huge. It'd be huge. And all this love that Invincible's been getting over the last, like, month or two is is great. And I know it's a lot of hype for the end of the series and everything, but making the figures, the new pins, like, the mega box, like, everything. Like, there's a lot of stuff coming out for Invincible, and it's a, it's a great time to be a fan. Um, so, who we are. We're uh, the Invincible Podcast, like we said. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on YouTube. I've been posting the episodes there if you prefer to listen to us there. Um, almost caught up on those ones. Uh, if you want, you can email us. Our email address is theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, just like Niall did. Now, 
friend of the show, Niall, sent us a couple emails uh, and brought up some interesting points that I want to get you guys' opinions on. One thing that he brought up, issue 34, when uh, Mark is trapped in the desert dimension from Angstrom Levy. You guys remember this? Yeah. Yep. So the future Guardians of the Globe come to save him. Now, Niall, I'm not sure I agree that this has too much to do with anything. Um but I think it's because, I mean, half these characters are dead. Um, Kid Thor, you know, dead. Uh, Knockout, I think that's her name, not dead. Uh, Bulletproof doesn't look like that. You know, you mentioned his face, Nile, but his face isn't scarred. He's wearing the Bulletproof costume. I think this is meant to be a future in which Mark doesn't come back. But the really interesting thing I did notice, I've never noticed Monster Girl's costume. Now, Monster Girl's costume in this, you know, issue... She didn't get that costume until she came back from the Flaxon dimension. So that was a cool little thing that Kirkman was like, at some point, probably needed a new costume for Monster Girl to, you know, get. Because I remember recently, um, Liz and Brittany were kind of laughing at Monster Girl's costume when they came back from the Flaxon dimension. And it was that one. So good catch, Niall, on that. Um, Another theory that Niall was talking about was uh, Marky being the, uh, the... mark that immortal remembers and is having trouble remembering from the future i love that idea that is such a smart idea it was really cool when i first heard it i don't know if it makes much sense why not because like we didn't when i first read it but then i started to think about it i think the more you think about it the more sense it makes well now see i think that i think that we've got you know all the different pieces are have already come into place you're not still sick are you the scourge virus you know the uh, you took your family and left Earth. Mark took his but family he, and left but, Earth. But he wasn't. Has but seen he, him has since seen he's him been sick. Since, since yeah, but he's, he's also sick. he's also say it. Been it's been alive for thousands of years at this you, point. He's probably got a couple years so mixed up. So how long a do you bit. think it's been since he's seen Invincible? Probably thousands of years. So maybe Marky, he's oh, crazy. He oh, doesn't remember yes, what Mark yes. looks like. So, what actual Mark? What Mark Grayson saying, looks like. But what I'm saying is, do you think that Marky gets sick? Do you think that Marky takes his family and leaves Earth? Do you think that Marky? Is was in charge of the Voltroids. Now I think one of those things is possible, and Niall brings this up. No, I don't. But Invincible was the one that he was talking to, yeah. so it made sense to Invincible. But if it had actually been Marky that was there, he would have been like, "What do you mean, Scourge Virus? I never got." So that would be father. interesting. So I'm yes, not invincible. then if it's mm. both, if it's both of them, I like that. If Immortal is getting confused between father and son, some of these ha- things happen to Mark. Some of these things happen to Marky. I'd be okay with that. Did he refer to him as Mark or Invincible? Oh. Because then I think he said. Because I think he said. I think he said Mark. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. He, would, he wouldn't say Invincible. Yeah. I think he would say Mark. Okay. Now, we can actually talk about that issue all night. What, uh, but we got to move on to the new issue discussion. And after the new issue discussion, uh, stick around for the fan spotlight segment where we actually sit down with Rob Zeta, who is a huge member of the Invincible community, as well as uh, you know, someone who actually worked alongside Ryan Otley at uh, comic conventions. And uh, he tells us a little bit about what Invincible means to him. And it's a great conversation. So stick around after the new issue discussion for that. So let's uh, let's get into the new issue, issue one thirty four. We're gonna start with the cover. What do you guys think of the cover? Uh, this is our second one on the uh, I think end of all things. Is... TJ, oh, it's that time. come on, it's that time. What time is it? It's it's new issue fucking time. That's what oh! that is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, I think that this is the most accurate cover that we've seen in a while. Like it's everything that's on the oh, cover, right. like. Yeah. Um, Ursel crying, you know, he's with the thing in the background. Yeah, with the with, with the, the skulls. skulls. Um, you know, Omni Man's pissed off look on his face. 
A Eve Adam Eve is pissed off. Alan is uh, front and center on the cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're in costume. Yeah. Every single one of the characters on this cover looks so awesome. I love this cover. It's so cool looking. And I can't take I like credit. Alan's outfit. Mm-hmm. I can't take credit for this. Uh, I can't believe I didn't catch it last issue, though. But um, Ryan Otley posted it online. The superhero isn't crossed off on the top anymore. And it started last issue. It oh. used to say the best comic, comic in the universe. They crossed it off ever since he went to te- into um, Telescria. And as you know, listeners of the podcast know, when we sat down with Ryan Otley, and, and Ryan Otley even said so on his Twitter you know, today or yesterday or whenever, that this is something, this co- issue marks the beginning of something that he's been wanting for a long time. And you know, we all know that that's you know, Mark back in costume and the superhero being back. So that's super exciting. That's kind of what this is kind of building up for. But yeah, I'm, I'm upset we, uh, we missed that on the cover of the last, is- uh, last issue. Still very, very cool, though. <clears throat> Thoughts on this overall? On this issue overall? Yeah. Awesome. It's so good. There's one thing that I didn't care for. Other than that, I thought this was one of the best issues in a long time. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people I are going to have a problem with it. Really? I love this no, issue. I think you think that people are still going to be upset that it didn't Go anywhere. Go anywhere yeah. quite fast. No, oh. I think... I, I think, think that's... Yes, and, and you know what? People might think that, but I think that's just as crazy as people think the last issue didn't go anywhere. Right. So we, we always talk about Buffy, because mm-hmm. um, we all watched Buffy, and how they have, like, filler episodes. Which was 20 years ago, like yeah, last I know, week. That, I know, that's insane. Ooh. Sorry. Anyways, when the... <laughs> there, whenever Old. there's, like, a filler episode, you're like, oh, and you gotta kind of get, get through it, and then that filler episode, later on, you find out was actually a major episode, but you just didn't know it when you were reading it mm. or while watching it. I think that that's what this issue is. This issue actually set up a lot for the future. Yeah. A lot. So So it starts with Thrag finally uh, finding Ursul. He's been searching for her, and he finds her in the last place he would ever think to look, which is... Uh, I love the first page, by the way. Oh, Like my him God, like yeah. flying down in his cape in the background. That looks awesome. The coloring. Yes, Nathan Fairbairn, like the blue... Mm-hmm. Oh, the bottom, uh, how Battle Beast looks on his shoulder, like just looks terrifying. Mm-hmm. His eyes and his teeth. Yeah. Ah, it's so cool. I love it. I mean, I know people are pissed that, you know, oh, they, every time they see it, they're sad that Battle Beast had to die. But you know what? He's a character that died that lives on, like, on one of the most badass characters. And it's so cool looking. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. So Let me he, work it. He, so he finds Ursul. In what would you call this? Anin's uh, like trophy room, kind of like his dungeon that he would uh, yeah, take, like a like a trophy dungeon. But he'd also like it looks like he'd almost take them there and torture them and like yeah, just leave them there. Yeah. So it was interesting. I like how she called him a, a monster. You know, he would come here to be alone among his victims. We um, find out something really interesting here, though. What's that? That oh, they were twins. Yeah. And that yeah. that twin births in the. Viltramite. We didn't know that. No, we didn't know that they were twins. They're, yeah, we, we knew didn't that know. they were brother sister, but not born twins. No, and maybe. and we probably assumed they were close because he he spit out babies so quickly that mm-hmm. you know yeah. it, it didn't we didn't it didn't really ever come to to. But uh, this scene was awesome. Her like, cause I like I always thought that she was kind of um, emotionless and just didn't mm-hmm. give a shit about anything, and I liked that about her. But I almost like this more to find out that she's like. The complete opposite of that. She's like pissed off at Thrag. Yeah, she you never cared about she's, us. Yeah, she's crying um, about him. We're just soldiers in your army. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I really liked Ursula in this. And what about Thrag? I mean, she she 
she goes, I mean, Thrag goes to like console her and she says that I recall every moment of my life, you know, you haven't held me since I was a baby. And the next what? panel is Thrag looking like he wants to kill her. So, yeah. that. Well, I mean, going back, she does say that she's, you know, or well, Thrag is the one that says it. She says that you never really cared about us. And he says, that's not true. Um, there hasn't been a documented case of twins in the Vultramite race since the Scourge virus decimated our population. You and your brother were very special to me. That almost kind of made me think that maybe he, that he had plans for them or something like that. I don't know. Hmm. Well, I think uh, I think that he's seeing weakness in Ursul. Yeah, you know, like what, an that's almost right. an almost human trait that he's at first. I mean, the first time I read it and I saw him like bring his hands up I like didn't know that. What to think. I thought for a second like. Is he just like like grossed out? Like, uh, I don't like this emotion. I don't like this feeling. I don't like her doing this. This isn't right. So I almost thought it was like a recoil. But then it could. It, it probably is him like like holding back the rage of killing this weak wow. thing. Wow. So I read comments online, and that's what people are saying. Really? I did not take it. No, that's I how did I not take it. it like that at all. This is how I took it. I I don't think that this is necessarily about Ursul. I think it's about Thrag. I think Thrag almost killed her, and I think that he's fighting the emotions that he's feeling inside of the, himself. I can see it either way, absolutely. But it probably is what you're saying. That's what, I'm, yeah. I, can, I think the that first he's starting to feel it, emotion, yeah. and he doesn't like it. Interesting, mm. interesting. The I first, think he does care for her. Yeah. I mean, it's shocking, that he, it's shocking that he did search for her for what seems like a while. And right. he does console her. He does tell her about how he is special to, her, to him. Look at his face in the last the of last the four. The last panel, yeah. So, no, I know. And he's saying that we will avenge your, avenge your brother together. It was great seeing them in this issue. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. So, then we get uh, Alan. Alan, uh, Alan has come to come clean. You know, he came to uh, to confess what happened. Right off the bat. Right I love that, too. Let's not, let's not dwell on this. We got a lot of things we got to do yep. before the last issue. And it's like, crazy. Let's, let's take care of this shit. I like, like that. Remember, remember how we all thought it was going to be some big fight, like, at yeah, the end like and the, stuff like oh, that? When is Mark going to find out? And all this? No, boom. That's it's, another reason why I think, like, a lot happens in this issue. It's just yeah. not a lot of action. It's, I mean, we got so much action in the last two. Like, mm-hmm. um, like think about where we were, like, up. think about where we were, like, two, three issues ago. Like, not knowing if um, Oliver was a, a double agent. Like, that we found out that he was. We found out why. We found out how. And it's already, con- like, it's already, like, wrapped up. Like, it was Alan's fault. He's come clean. And it's mm. resolved. I think it just goes to show, again, that even though this comic is in its last stint, like, its last ten issues now, that Kirkman ten will issues. still always surprise us mm-hmm. like we were thinking that this was going to be some gigantic thing and he's like no no here it is yeah. and i'm not saying that that's a bad thing oh, at no. all it was a surprise oh no and like he flat out tells mark i betrayed you you know i can't keep keep all of his death from you like he 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 tells them everything right away he wasn't he's not even, hiding anything he wasn't even like trying to hide the fact that he he said i knew mm-hmm. i told i told them where, where you, you were, were with your, your family. family like that's i i I don't care how guilty I felt. I don't think I would ever fucking admit that ever. And Mark's face. Oh. So it went, it goes from a panel of Mark's pissed off face and Alan looking surprised, and then Mark's pissed off face again. Mm-hmm. And then you turn the page, and he's just covered in um, Adam and Eve, Adam Eve's. Uh, what is that called? It's just her pink power. Her pink power. Yeah, let's just call it the pink power. But what she's doing is uh, converting the floor into whatever her Mm -hmm. pink energy is, which is awesome. This was awesome. 
I love it. So Eve was the one that snapped, not Mark. Even though Mark was yeah. tensing up like he was going to. And uh, no, it was great. Um, Talia freaking out, telling Eve to stop, stop. This is in her screaming, saying he's sick over this. It's killing him. Like, and then Mark, Mark being the one to tell Eve, you know, let him go. And he's even still saying he, he's not moving. He's not no, fighting no. It at all. And he's, he's saying, I'm sorry. Like, no, it comes up in an email that I'll read later, but somebody asked, like, is Eve this much more powerful or is it just Alan, like, like allowing it? And both. it's it's I think it's more Alan allowing well, yeah, it. Eve it, it no, I mean, it. He, like, he obviously is not putting up a fight at no, all. No, but no, she's, uh, yeah. So he knows. He knows. His eyes closed. He's just like, he's almost like just letting it happen. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, and I like how Alan says, like, I have so much weight on my, my shoulders, I just couldn't see it any other way. So, and Mark agrees with him. He says, you did what I can't. You put the lives of the people before your loved ones. That, that I think that's how it's supposed to be. So, yeah, he even says that Oliver wouldn't be mad. Yeah. Like that. that Al Oliver would understand. This mm -hmm. is the one thing I didn't like. He forgives him way too quick, especially after the uh, the issue that we had last, uh, uh, the, the issue 133. I understand why he did it, and I'm not saying he's wrong for forgiving him. I, he explained why he forgives him, and, and it makes sense. It just, it I just felt really quick to me. I don't think mm -hmm. that any, I mean, his brother just died, I, and the way he blamed him, and then it, he just doesn't blame him anymore. It's just real quick. Yeah. I think it would He didn't give, he, there wasn't any time given for him to, like, come to a realization he just came to a realization i think it would have been cool to to your point and i agree and that's just a side effect of let's move on mm -hmm. you know what i mean we have to right. kind of make it even though it's not as maybe realistic as we'd like to hope but i think that it would have been cool if like after the whole conversation like mark like had a look on his face of like i didn't tell you the entire truth about how I feel, like I don't forgive you. You know what I mean? Like a look that we would consider doubtful. You know, like maybe Mark is then going, after all this is done, he's going to go back after Alan. I don't know. I mm. think my take on that was, I mean, yeah, it kind of felt a little quick, but at the same time, we got all that last issue. We mm. got them fighting last issue. Like this, yeah. Mark has been, this has been a few days or a day or so. Like Mark has been dwelling on this. Yeah, it's hard to deal with, but there's so much more going on. And Alan has a point, you know, it's, this is just the way it is and the way, what, what's happened now. And I don't, I think they need to move on. I think that if the series wasn't ending, yeah, maybe, maybe it would have been stretched out a little bit longer, but I don't think it's really necessary. And I don't think it felt weird to me. Um, and not only that, but we get that in Eve. Eve flies away. She's the one that says, Alan, I just can't, I can't believe how could you do this? I can't be here right now. And she takes off. She's the one that, you know, isn't letting, letting this slide right now. Um, so, I mean, we do get a little bit of that. And they go right from, you know, I, I love how Alan is climbing out of the floor that has, you know, returned back to the original floor material. Uh, and he talks to Mark about how he needs Mark to recruit his father. Like, that's pretty much what this is all about. He needs Mark. He needs Nolan. He needs the Viltrumites to all come to his aid. Um, so... You know, he convinced he, he tells Mark he needs to try and convince him. Uh, and Mark says he, you know, he'll see what he can do. Uh, I loved this page of Nolan's face. I did too. Oh, it's so cool. He did just him saying no, but I never understood why he even put up a fight in the first place. Like, why would he say no? He, 
I think he mentions in this, doesn't he think yeah, that he says the, he's, he's I'm not losing one more soldier to um, yeah. Alan's. He's still all on board to restore the Viltrumites to their full like ranks. But he can't if there's Thrag out there, like and and you don't think Thrag would go after them? Yeah, and Which, that's what, I mean Mark talks about. Mark says, yeah, right? so this is the conversation that they have. But he doesn't want to. He's the leader of the Voltramites. He doesn't want to start a Voltramite war. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, Mark explains to him that it's going to happen either way. I mean, you, yeah, which this is, is going to prevent lives, not not destroy them. Which the page of of Mark deaths. yelling at Nolan might be one of my favorite. Might be my favorite page in this entire issue. I really like it too. His oh. his. The very bottom um, of the page, uh, if if you're reading it um, digitally, it would be 13 digital or uh, page 13. His neck is like all veiny. His mouth, like like Otley drew him perfectly. He looks so pissed off. Yeah. Uh, and he's they're like really close to his face, and then Nolan is just sitting there like straight face and just taking it. I, I, that was a low blower, awesome. and 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 Mark saying, or have you forgotten? That you let Thrag go in the first yeah, place, and that just awesome. sets him off. Yep. No one throws him up against the wall. And he know he says it. He says, "I know this is all my fault." So I forgot about that. I forgot mm-hmm. uh, until he said that. I was like, "Oh shit, he did. Yeah. He was the one that let him go." Yeah, and and even uh, so, no one says like. I mean, the, Alan doesn't just want Nolan. He wants oh, yeah. the the Viltrumites and that no one commands. He, he says that he's not gonna all ask. of them. Yeah, he said he'll ask, but he can't it's guarantee. It's been five years, six years. Mm-hmm. It's been six and, years since and, they've been on Earth. Yep, and no one agrees to do that. And on the next page, they talk about it. Uh, Mark and Eve are putting on their um, on their uh, coalition costumes, and they're saying like, you know, maybe they've, you know, maybe they've uh, they've changed. Maybe they've changed for the better. Maybe they're selfish. Like maybe they don't want to help us. Um, but it's, you know, Mark says it's the best they could do. And hopefully as time goes on, they'll get more more involved. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think the uh, Voltramites, of, Voltramites of Earth are going to you know, Yeah, I, th- I think it'll, it'll be a money shot. It'll be like, it'll be a panel of like, you know, a few of them fighting against mm-hmm. all odds. And then all of a sudden it's a, it's a two-page splash they're of like going, all the other Voltramites like flying in I, to, to yeah, save no one. I think they're going to show up. Yeah, I don't oh, think yeah, they're yeah. going to be there from the beginning. No, I agree. Yeah. It's so, going to be it's going to be a surprise. What if the death of Nolan rallies him? Would that do it? He, Nolan has to die because Mark is going to lead them. Yeah. Well, that's what the Which the, is that's what the really, is, yeah. really sad. But. Yeah. So, I don't know. I see it happening though. I, I do. I'm excited to get back to it. Uh, it'll probably actually be that. Nolan will probably die. Mark will then go back and rally them up behind him. Yep. Well, I don't know. What do you guys think about uh, these coalition costumes? I'm kind of bummed that... I we like did. them. I, I, think I like them, too. Sick. I was kind of hoping like, to see I like Eve in that more. I love Ke- uh, uh, Eve's cape. Yeah, I Eve think in a long awesome. cape? Yeah. Uh, it was awesome. I'm kind of bummed we only got to see a couple panels of it, but, uh, so, but I can't complain because of what happened next. But so what? as I'm reading this, um, I'm reading it... I was reading. I read it digitally the first time I read it, and uh, the very last panel of this page, you see hands or uh, Eve's hand go up with like the little pink bubbles, and she goes, "I have a better idea." I paused and like waited for like make it more suspenseful before turning the page because I knew it was coming. Oh yeah, and it's awesome. A full, I... a full page of them back in costume. Yeah, mm-hmm. this would be an awesome page to like own. Oh yeah, good luck. 
No, that's great. It's so exciting. It's so exciting that he's back in costume. Uh, something we've been waiting for for a very long time. If you don't count Reboot, you know, when he was back in his costume for a little bit, it's been so long. I forgot a long time ago we mentioned the fact uh, we, we, we brought up the issue. And it was before he left Earth. Like, this was, this was several issues ago. In real time, a couple years, you know? So this is exciting that he's but back. doesn't the comic... And Mark's dialogue make you feel stupid for liking it, for wanting it back. Yes. Because he's, yes, he yes, says, he's, so funny. Uh, he, he's like, what's the problem? He's like, I don't know, just why? I don't need a mask because because it, my, my identity's not a secret, so what's even the point? And he's like, it, isn't it looks cool, you know, enough? Like, the, the and she damp- says the damn thing will get ripped off in five minutes. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. It's it's cool. I like how they kind of you know poked fun at it. And well, said, it doesn't oh, end I, there. Yeah. Oh no, I know. My favorite but, part. Is, <laughs> all right. So they leave and they're like, okay. And then and Eve says they're flying away to go check on their daughter. Tara. And it looks really corny. And, I think uh, it looks corny on purpose. You know you what I mean? So? Like, yeah, I do. I don't think it looks like that the way corny. they're like. I don't know. It. I don't know. I just like. I how think it. I think it's. I think you're supposed to feel stupid. I think it's supposed to feel like a superhero. Like it's supposed to feel like fresh and different, and like this is exciting. And then immediately they mm-hmm. say, "Oh, I can't wait to hear what she thinks of our costumes." All right, so I'm. I'm gonna go back to to because I I read it digitally as well, like we talk about, and I read it panel to panel. So when I click the next panel and it's a full page of Tara laughing her ass off, I died laughing <laughs> liz walked in because i was reading it wednesday mm-hmm. and it was the terrible blizzard and so she got called off of work so i didn't know that she was going to come home and i'm sitting there in the kitchen reading reading my phone laughing and liz walks in i'm like oh my god don't look don't look <laughs> and it, oh my god i fucking love tara so much so as, she's, so perfect. as she's making fun of it i felt like she was making fun of me you know what really? i mean like i i took it and and she's not wrong in anything she's saying, and that's, that's what I said. You know Don't what I mean? you feel like, dumb? You feel dumb yeah, liking you feel the costume because she's right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, it feels like like when you bring something to somebody and you're like, look, this is awesome, and then they point out all the flaws, and yeah. then you realize yeah. that it what that it is stupid. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's let's. I'm gonna read it because I fucking love it. She says, "Why would you ever wear those clothes?" And then Eve says, "This is what we wore on Earth before you were born." And then Tara says. Is this what everyone on Earth wears? Grandma doesn't wear this. And Eve says, no, just people with powers. So uh, Tara says, so on Earth, people with powers wear naked clothes that make them look naked even though they're not naked? Why? And Mark's like, don't look at me. This is on you. I, which is awesome. I love that Mark and Eve are kind of like, hey, Mark's like, hey, this is this is your doing. You, you, it's you, you handle this. It's such an awesome family moment. Like, yeah. oh my, and Eve we don't look naked, and the clothes are tight to allow easy movement. We have to move and fight, and we can't have anything slowing us down. You know? And then Tara says with a look like this quizzical that makes you look. look so stupid. And she says, the cape makes you move faster? And then she says, the cape just looks makes us look cute. And then Tara says, I want one too. And Eve says the cutest thing ever, I think. Like, I win! Yeah. You're right. It's an awesome family moment. And I even love it. even Debbie in the background, she was chuckling and then she's like, I always thought your father looked very handsome in his costume. Mark's <laughs> like, Thanks, Mom. It's great. So that's so awesome. These moments are just the best. So and uh they're leaving. So Mark and Eve are leaving Tara with Debbie. Um and so they're going to spend one final day with her. And so This was so sad. Yeah, the next This was so reading this, knowing like something terrible is gonna happen uh, and seeing it's it's a montage. We don't have to go over yeah, every single yeah. panel, but the last two pa- the last two panels of them with her, where she's crying yes. to s- herself to sleep. Mm-hmm. 
Like, it's not even like, oh, the scene with her crying, but it's them tucking her in and she's still crying. And then it's her asleep, like, with tears in her eyes. It, it's so brilliant because, and not to make this seem more than a comic, but, I mean, it's so, it, it, you can relate to this in real life. Look at how the beginning of a day, or like the beginning of a Sunday, like, oh, it's a weekend. And then the, the closer it gets to the end of the day, the more serious things get. And then it gets sadder and sadder and more real and more real and more real. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like yeah. the, the further away they are. It's just so sad. And it, and it makes me feel like watching this panel, and if you think about the whole comic, like we're at that point, the yeah. end of the comic. You know what I mean? The end of the day where this thing is going to end and ter- terrible things are going to happen. It's not happy anymore. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know if it was symbolic of that. But I think that it was such a good part of this comic book. This it made the, this this scene and the last scene made the whole comic for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was great. So, and and Tara with her little bicornoclops. Now they even uh, Mark talked to Debbie and 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 they she they bring up the fact that she saw everything that happened to Oliver, and we still haven't gotten a chance to talk to her about this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Debbie says, you know, she's strong. You have nothing to worry about. She's going to be fine. You two work work on, you know, keeping each other safe. So a couple of things here. When are we going to see Tara next? I don't think we're going to see her for a long time. I they might, they might do, uh, they might do little things. Like at the beginning like of this back issue? back to her talking to, that's what, yeah, that's to what Mark's mom too. or something. But if I'm, that, I wouldn't be surprised. I think she's going to be reoccurring. I just don't think really? that it's going to. I, I'm worried we're not going to see her for at least two. I don't think she's going to be in the next two issues. I, I wouldn't don't be either. surprised. I don't either. Which sucks. Which sucks. In the, in the Q&A, Kirkman even says he's talking about how Tara is one of his favorites and how, you know, <clears throat> and he even talks about how when he was, uh, when he first started writing Walking Dead, he wrote the Carl and um, Rick relationship from the, uh, from the son perspective as, you know, because he was a son, you know, to his father, obviously. And as he grew up and as he was writing Invincible or Walking Dead, he had children of his own. So he became the father figure. So he says a lot of things that happen in these books, whether it be Carl or Tara or something like that, are things that his kids have done or said. So he's, you know, which I thought about when reading this. And and, and we talk about that too, how Kirkman writes it so well. Mm-hmm. And thinking about it, you can tell, I mean, there are two different types of comic books. There's nothing really happy to be said about you know, in The Walking Dead. But it seems closer to real life the way that Tara is and Mark is with oh, yeah. Tara, yeah. you know? so Absolutely. So, yeah. And then uh, nearing the end of this issue, Alan and um, Nolan. Nolan board the ship. Back and, together again. Yep. It's good to so see him. everybody's kind of on board. <clears throat> uh, Mark's there. Eve's there. Space Racer's there. Thresha's there. Okay. Um, and uh, <laughs> and uh, Alan... Says, you know, he says, okay, here's the plan. The the Viltrumites uh, attack a planet. They leave a couple Viltrumites on the planet to govern it and, you know, kind of keep the peace. And they go on to the next planet and on to the next planet. So we should start attacking the planets that they've already left so we can turn them, you know, because they're weak. And we could turn them and show the coalition and show all these planets that we're on their side. And Mark interrupts. And he says he has a better idea. And that's it. I think it's obvious what his idea is right it's the team it's the team he's gonna need more than these like six people to you think he's going to earth to take absolutely he's going to earth absolutely he's going to earth he's gonna he's gonna um you know everybody that's on earth robot 
you know... All he needs to do is get Robot on his side, and then Robot's going to send everybody even, else. Even the people that are against Robot, he's got, I think he's going to get them, too. I think that they're going to... This is going to be not an invincible war, but invincible in the term of... In the sense of the name of the comic. Yeah. This is going to be one gigantic war to sum up the entire series. Mm-hmm. I... I disagree, but I want it to be that. I want, because we're two issue out of 12. There's only 10 issues left. Get to Earth. I want to see these characters that we've we've known for so many issues, and I want to get back to them. But at the same time, I kind of feel like it's going to be something else. Part of me is thinking they might want to do like a more direct attack, like a quick like hit and run. Which they would need everybody on Earth to do. I agree. I agree. I hope. I hope. hope. It's going to be one more issue of buildup. If they think... That these six characters, oh, no. plus the army no. that they have in the background, like, I, they got it. Yeah. I, I don't think that they're gonna dwell on that too much. You know what I mean? I think, mm-hmm. I think because that the even I, so, the idea of that alone is just so. Ridiculous. Next issue opens up. The first page is Mark like talking to Robot, like probably right yeah. it's probably it going to be quick. Robot. It's it, no, it's going to be Robot with a scene of what's going on on Earth, and then Mark, and then Mark landing like, and yeah. talking to him, being Ooh. like, "Hey, we need to talk to you." All right, Ugh, I want it. More importantly, Space Racer's face. The look on Space Racer's face right here, even he's thinking, how the fuck did I get here? <laughs> look at his face. He's like, wait a minute. How did I get here? Like, yeah. there's... there's they never... They never... There is no way that they can... It's going to be a quick comment. He's going to be like, oh, I got away from Thrag. Whatever. Um, I got away from him. I'm beginning to think... That's a loose end. That's not going to be enough. No, I I don't. That's too fucking bad. I agree with Bill. It's going to be something quick. He's going to say something like, that's why he's there. He's, you know what I mean? The reason why he's a part of this team is because he has some kind of inside information. Well, not inside information, but something to offer. He's going to say, oh, well, when this happened, this happened, and this happened, and this happened. And again, we, we come back to the fact that if it wasn't a final page of an issue, it wouldn't be a big deal. But an issue ended with him being attacked by Thrag. And here no he is. resolution. And Zero all resolution. Of a sudden, here Six he is. years later, anything could have happened. I could be small. You know he could have just got away. It he could, could. He could be working with them. This is a theory that you had. I know. Mm-hmm. So, Bill, uh, tell us a little bit about the next issue. We didn't get to do this last week or last issue. So, what's the uh, what? Like, we got the cover and the next time on. Basically. So the cover. Let's. The, so the cover is Ursel. A lot of fighting. A lot of blood. A little What's, bit of blood. Wait till you see the cover after this. Yeah, What's, see the, it? Next one What's her name? Thresha? Thresha. Thresha. Thresha yeah. is uh, Battle Beast Girl. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I, I'm sure she would mention a son or being... She's about to enter a war. I don't pregnant. know if she's yeah, pregnant. All right, so next issue. The End of All Things, Part 3. The march to the end continues. War begins. Thrag and his forces continue to conquer world after world as they rebuild the Voltrum Empire. Mark and his allies launch an assault in hopes of bringing a swift end to this conflict. Hmm. I got. I maybe we should have read that before we talked about them going back to Earth. A swift end. Like I said, what like if a, what if there is a ship? What if he know like they know where Thrag's ship is and they just go after it and they just punch a hole in it and keep flying? Like let's just try and quickly end this, mm-hmm. and they're gonna get shut down and then have to go gather Earth forces. I don't know. Like I said, I don't want that. I think it's going to be them going to Earth. I want that to be it, but... That would be... that The momentum, uh, I think, in that in that kind of movement would be... It would mess up the momentum of the comic. That's what I'm saying. There's one more issue of build-up where yeah. he'd have to get the whole army the together, and then, and, then, is, and then the rest of it is just non-stop fighting and conflict. Because otherwise it'll be conflict, cool, oh, we're back into a lull. 
We have to Whoa. go gather forces like we just did. No, they're going to build build the army in the next issue and pro- maybe even have that conflict. Like, mm-hmm. we're, we're acting like a comic can't be, you know, quick. Yeah. Or things can't happen fast, but... Well, we'll see. April 19th is issue 135. Going to be exciting. So, uh, we're going to go on to a couple emails. I think we've got two of them. Um, yeah, we actually... Our first email is from Jordan Gilbert, um, which, before I read the email, he actually wrote us an iTunes review, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, he did. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jordan said, Amazing podcast for my, f- for my favorite comic slash hero. You guys are doing a great job bringing a community together for this comic, and I'm glad I can nerd out with fellow fans. Keep it up. Thanks, Jordan, for that five-star iTunes review. That was awesome, remember? Five stars. Woo! Don't review us unless you're going to give us five stars. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's pretty great. Thanks, Jordan. Go Thank ahead. Thank you very uh... much. All right, so, hey, guys, it's Jordan again. Uh, as I was hoping, we got some Thrag and Ursul. Nice to see Anand was batshit crazy and had dedicated to corpses he's muted. And had a dedicated area to corpses he's mutilated. I love the interaction between Thrag and Ursula. She's convinced her dad doesn't love her, and judging from his facial reactions and the way he was going to crush her head, which we talked about, I'd say she's pretty close to being correct. I'm betting she's going to turn on him somewhere toward the end of the series. I agree. I also agree. Uh, TJ? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Next, Alan owns up to his sneaky deceitfulness to Mark and Eve. So is Eve, like, even stronger now since she grabbed up Alan like that or did she just have did she, did he just let her have her way with him nonetheless an emotionally charged scene nice to see emotion between Nolan and Mark as he semi blames himself for Oliver's death and as always just enough Tara as I hoped previously it looks like she's going to be in a safe haven while all this goes on nice family interaction all three I agree uh, this issue was filler as I predicted but I think next issue, it's going to pick up. And definitely 136 with having a fuck ton of blood on it. Is that what you guys were talking about? Yes. Yeah. Uh, shit's going to get crazy. <laughs> uh, I can't even give a good prediction, LOL. Sorry for a long letter. Look forward to listening. Love, Jordan. Thanks, Jordan. I don't think this issue was filler. I don't... I, maybe no, no, I just don't I like that like, Yeah, but TJ, you even filler. said it was it, kind of filler, but it's I, one of those filler episodes or issues that you come back to and you're like, that shit wasn't filler. Right. Like, absolutely, yes. It was... Like, Jordan it did, even, really did clear Jordan, up a lot of like, stuff. Jordan, like, wrote a long email about it. Like, a lot happens mm-hmm. in it. It's just that there's no action, really. I mean, there was actually, like, you know, Eve and Alan and Nolan and Mark. Like, there's some this quick things. This issue set up for things that you're going to want to see. Like, is, like it, if our predict, prediction is right and they do go to Earth and there's it's uh, characters meeting up that haven't Like, look seen at each what, other. what's going on two, three issues ago. We can't go right into fighting. So, like, there's so, stuff that has to be resolved. If this issue was quote unquote filler, and I'm not saying that, I understand. I think that we throw the word around yes, a lot. And, and I know it gives, Jordan's and, and it, filler is always, always negative. Means negative. Right. He, I don't think Jordan's mean he, he, he No, no, I know. I'm just saying the word filler is always taken as a negative thing, but it's not. Right. So, so the idea to fill is to take a hole and fill it with something. Something, right <laughs> and it doesn't have to be filled however let's take this comic book out like it never happened and just skip to the next issue it makes no sense it makes no sense that's what i mean so this is so people and jordan again not you i i understand because you you don't think that it's filler and and granted in the negative sense. right in the negative sense but i think people need to think about what they mean when they say filler like this this issue is so fucking important yeah like everything that happened and in good. it and so good and good it's funny it's sad it's uh it's so good. Right. Agreed. I feel like we've been um, kind of, 
not negative, but hard. Like we, we've, we've, been, we've hard. been hard on the comic for a while. And this is the first issue where we're like, this is awesome. So positive. Or like, in a while, anyways. Yeah. So yeah. positive. So positive. Made, and I was going to make a really inappropriate joke, but. <laughs> Go ahead, TJ. You got something? Uh, well, there was just a question that was brought up on Facebook that I kind of wanted to bring up. Uh, Ryan Headley asked us uh, how we pronounce the word Vultramite or Viltramite. Wrong. That's Viltramite. how we do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've yeah. Been, we, I, I, I do it all the time and I try and catch myself. Uh, it depends on how I'm talking. Sometimes if I'm talking fast, I'm really into it, especially in like new readers and talking to Liz and Brittany, I'll be like, oh, blah, 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 Viltramite and this and that. It's not Viltramite. It's Viltramite. 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 I don't like it. I don't like it at all. It does not sit everyone, well in my mouth. The, like, it, I think the only people in the world that have called it Vultramite is pro- are probably sitting in this room. Probably. <laughs> um, so everyone at home is probably like, when I, when we say Whenever we don't we like the name Vultramite, they're so used to it that they're like, well, that's what it that's fucking what it is. Says. What made me feel stupid is that I, I like we had talked about this before the podcast. Yeah, that's why I've been catching and, myself. And oh. as I, as I was saying, I'm like, fuck, I'm saying Vultrum a lot. I'm like, oh, on the planet Vultrum, Vultrum. Vultrum? No. I caught myself a couple times during this episode, so yeah, we're working on that. I don't I'm, know. I don't know about that. Yeah. Like, Vilch, Viltramite. Uh, Kirkman says it in the Q&A. He says Viltramite? He says Viltramite. He's fucking wrong. <laughs> he's wrong. He's high. He doesn't know what he's talking about anymore. Oh, boy. All right, TJ, you got another? Yeah, we got a, an email uh, from Nile, and he says, uh, we're back, boys. Fingerless gloves, goggles, knee pads, and all that shit. But on a serious note, I absolutely loved this issue. Mark being completely understanding of Alan and Eve, taking out their combined frustrations out on him. Also loved Mark putting the pieces together for his father to get the big picture. Tara's a fucking hater. Mark and Eve's costumes look amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I also loved how they didn't forget about Tara witnessing Oliver's death like it never happened. Can't wait to hear Mark's idea. Next issue and the podcast. Uh, P.S. Where the fuck did Space Racer come from? Right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, we talked about that. Totally. Love, love Nile. He's the the love is there. Do you see it? It's not Let's there. look a little bit closer. It's, it's there. there. Yep. He doesn't it's like there. you. He, he likes us. He doesn't. He's there. Oh boy. There. All right. All right. So now we're actually going to go on to one of our new segments where we sit down with an invincible fan just like you. Uh, this week we sat down with Rob Zeta, who uh, has some really great stories and some fun stuff to talk about. All right, so here we are with uh, Rob Zeta. How are you, Rob? I'm doing good, guys. How are you all tonight? Very good. Doing good. We're having a little issues. Uh, a little, I, was, you know. I should say I know how you guys are doing because we've been trying to figure this out. But yeah, you know, yeah. To be polite for everybody listening. We uh, we've been having some issues with the mic, so sorry if this sounds a little off. But you know, we're, we'll make do. So, uh, Rob, you. We actually met you back in 2014, TJ and I, the same way we actually met Mike Barrett. Mike Barrett, um, in line to see Otley uh, now, at Comic-Con, but you were working with him. Yeah, I was his indentured servant uh, for the show. Um, you know, I've been lucky enough to do a lot of various things with Invincible. Um, if anyone who follows any of the social media for Invincible, that's... A lot of it's me. Um, I've been lucky enough that Skybound's, you know, taking good care of me and set me up uh, with the stuff for Invincible that I just started originally as a fan doing. And you so know, did fan you just, just did you just like you know bug them to death? Like, were you just constantly around, like, and and start helping out and just become more uh, active? 
for Ryan, sort of, yeah. Um, <laughs> with Ryan, what happened was uh, I met him at Boston Comic Con in 2011, and um, I had a table at that show, and he was pretty much the main person who I wanted to see at the show, and went and talked to him for a while, and um, wanted to buy some pages, but I was pretty broke at the time, and uh, I bought one page, my first page from Invincible Art, I did buy at that show, because I thought it was pretty cheap, it's the, um, it's a terrible moment in the series, <laughs> but um, not a terrible gory moment, but uh, it's the, um, right after Eve says she had the abortion, um, and it's the page with the two of them, with the la- I think it's the last page of the issue, with him saying, I'm sorry I did this to you. And, like, I have that page. And I looked at other pages, too, and what struck up a conversation with Ryan and I originally was two other people were looking at the pages, and it was the page from uh, the first page where Mark comes back and Eve's heavier, Mm -hmm. or the first issue where she's trying on her suit, and she's going, does this this make make my butt butt look look big? Yeah. (laughs) And... I said, you know, my wife had yelled at me because I said, you know, oh, fat Eve at that time. And Emily went off about, she's not fat. She doesn't look fat, blah, blah, blah. And Ryan just kind of was drawing his commissions and stopped and looked up. He's like, wait, what? And he just started laughing and we started up a conversation. And then um, the next day for the show, I was at my table with my dad and Ryan was walking by and saw me and came over and just like, Hey man, how's it going? This is where you set up. And we were talking for a few minutes. And, um, after he left, my dad was like, Oh, who's that? Is that one of your friends? And I was like, no, that's, that's a uh, Ryan Ollie who draws invincible. And, uh, my dad just started laughing because, you know, I've been a comic book fan for most of my life and I've gone to, a lot of shows with my dad and as a kid I was always really nervous talking to anybody and like my you know my dad used to always joke like he'd try to get me to like haggle with dealers on price for stuff and I'd always be too nervous to do it and dad just started laughing he's like you know what he's like I remember bringing you to shows as a little kid and you were too scared to talk to anyone or, you know, ask for anything or haggle or anything. And he's like, and now here we're sitting here and that's your favorite artist just came over and was <laughs> like, oh, hey, how's it going, man? Talking to you. And I thought it was just one of your high school friends or something. He's like, I'm proud of you. <laughs> and uh, that was that was a cool moment for me. And I don't know if you guys know, the, I mean, I talk about it a lot, but my dad passed away soon after that. And uh, I sent Ryan an email at that point with kind of the breakdown of what I just said to you guys of, um, you know, like if you're wondering how your work affects people ever, and if, you know, anything you do really kind of makes a difference in people's life. I'm like, that was one of the biggest moments for me with my dad. And like, I I told that in my dad's, uh, eulogy even, um, you know, that, that was like such a big moment for me with him, you know, to be like, I'm proud of you, blah, blah, blah. 
and you know, I'm making it sound like nothing, but but yeah. you know, it was it was a really it was a big substantial moment for me. So Ryan was like, hey, you know, he's like, I know I had seen you. At that point, I had seen him at another show um, in New York, which was the first time we really hung out a lot. Um, And that was kind of by chance that he was at – it was one of the Wizard Big Apple cons that they had. And where they set him up was like he was downstairs like separate from the comic book floor with like – you know, most of the bigger – like I know Jim Chung – was there and I don't know. There's a couple other bigger comic names that were right around him, but they also had the line for all the celebrities literally snaked around in front of all of their tables. And it was, you know, it was like Carl from the walking dead and <laughs> the, the kid that's on the flash now that was on Harry Potter. I can't remember his name. Uh, um, Twilight. What's his name? Um, blonde kid. He was the main. He was Edward in, in Twilight. Patterson or something. No, yeah. no, 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 no. He was in Flash. Oh, Tom Felton. Tom Felton. Yeah, yeah. He was there, and like the female Great Terminator was there, and there was all these lines that were completely limiting anybody from getting to Ryan's table. Wow. So I ended up sitting with him and talking for like two hours because a Cause no one could get, could get to him. <laughs> yeah. And B, it was really hard for me to even try to get out. So yeah. he like pulled stuck. up a chair. You yeah. were stuck with Ryan He pulled Alley. up a chair for me, and, and we hung out for a while. So after my dad died, I sent him that email, and he said, he's like, you know, um, we're, I'm going to be in New York again. I don't know if you live there or where you actually live, um, but if you're coming to New York Comic Con, why don't you come and hang out? And uh, I wasn't going at that point, but, you know, it was – it was, you know, pretty depressing when my dad died, yeah. obviously. And um, I hadn't really gone out or done much. My son had just been born, and I hadn't really done anything at all at that point socially. So I decided, you know, why not? I, I will go. And um, I went and Ryan drew a commission for me. The, it's Some people probably have seen it online. It's Conquest holding a little baby invincible (laughs) and because my dad had um it's a print i think of uh by neil adams who was my dad's favorite artist of pa kent holding a baby superman and it's all in pencil and he's hold when he's holding him he's holding like the costume draped over his arm yeah so ryan did the same thing with conquest (laughs) and invincible and the reason why i did conquest not omni man is conquest looks pretty much exactly like my father um and my dad my dad met ryan but he met after conquest was out and like if you saw my like if anyone goes on my facebook page um you can see a picture of me and my dad and my grandfather is my uh you know banner and he looks very much like conquest so it was i went with that as the picture and it works out well and uh so i hung out with him there and we talked more, and I was going to go see him in Baltimore the year later, and I finally was just like, hey, I'm probably going to be hanging out at your table anyway, so if you need someone to help you work, um, yeah, I'm probably going to be hanging out anyway. So, And I helped him run the table at that point, and then 
Uh, you guys saw me in Boston. So that was, you know, the time you were in Boston that we saw you was like your second or third time working it? Yeah, yeah, that was the second, you know, that was, that was probably the most in-depth at that point um, that I'd been working. Um, but, and then, you know, later on I did a few New York shows with him. But then his cousin, Burke, uh, no, that's not his cousin, Burke. I can't remember his cousin's name that works with him now. But has been doing yeah. shows with him since. So hey, it's his family, you know. We met him when we uh, interviewed Otley. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, he was. He was nice helping, guy. Yeah, he was helping him with his booth in uh, in Toronto. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, you know, he's helping him out, and that's great. You know. Oh I, yeah. I would help my family out first, <laughs> no matter what, too. And a lot of people ask me, like, is there something wrong? Is there this? And I'm not. Eh. Just he told me in New York, he's like, hey, my cousin asked about doing them, so he's going to be going shows with me. I was like, okay, yeah, that's cool. awesome. But at the first um, New York, the actual New York Comic Con that I went to, I also got introduced to Sean Mackiewicz and uh, Sean Kirkham yeah. from Skybound. And um, at that point, you know, I live on this, you guys know, I live on Cape Cod. There is no real comic book store on Cape Cod. There's a Newbury Comics. And um, really my only people that I would talk to about comics were the image forms, um, the Kirkman boards. And I decided, you know what? I'm like, why don't I start a Facebook page about Invincible and, you know, see who we can get to talk on there. And kind of, you know, it seemed like message boards were kind of going away and it was more interactions with stuff like Twitter and stuff like Facebook. So I started a Facebook page. Yeah. And a few months later, um, after that New York, uh, the image boards got completely hacked by Russians. <laughs> and um, I used to help run a sports card message board. So I sent Sean Kirkham a message like, hey, I can help you guys with this and fix it. But, you know, you guys either got to close the boards down or you know, get something, someone in there that will actually moderate it. And so he set me up to run the image boards and that was going and, you know, it's still, they're up. Um, there haven't been any Russian hackers since then, but, um, well, other than the election, yeah, but, um, not on the image boards. yeah, yeah. They've moved on to other things. Um, but so was doing that, and then, you know, I still had the Facebook page going, too, because more people, you know, were moving from boards to Facebook. And then, I don't know, within, like, less than a year, I got a message from Brian Huntington, because um, he started at Skybound after um, I was already doing the boards and had the Invincible Facebook page. And I said, you know, he's like, hey, he's like, this page is really good. Uh, we were thinking of starting an Invincible page for Skybound, but this one's already here and <laughs> doing all right. He's like, who are you? And I was like, this is Rob. I run the image boards for you guys. I know Otley. They'll all, I know Sean Kirkham. They'll vouch for me. And he's like, oh. He's like, why don't we just make this the official one of Skybound? And I was like, that's cool with me. And so it's been their page for... That was probably 2013, I want to say. Is that Invincible Fans? Yeah, uh, no, well, the Invincible Fans is a group. 
Um, I started a group, a group as the, well because the, you're talking the about the page, the invincible page. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like facebook.com slash invincible universe. Um, I don't update it as much cause well, the book's going away. So let's <laughs> <laughs> be, you know, um, but, uh, the invincible fans page I started or group I started as well because Facebook makes you pay to get people to see anything. So yeah. like, you know, we can have a couple thousand fans, but for most things that get posted on there, only like two, 300 people see it. So if you have a group and I learned this from the Eric Larson fans, um, if you have a group, pretty much everyone sees what everything is posted. So yeah. it's just kind of a way to do the same thing as a fan page, but actually, have people be able to discuss and see it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so I've been doing that for a few years now and, you know, I've been lucky enough, you know, to become friends with other people who, uh, who've worked on, you know, the various invincible books. Um, you know, I hang mm-hmm. out with Nate Bellegard yeah, every cool. few months. Um, he, uh, is probably my son's favorite non-family member on earth. <laughs> And, uh, like, Ransom Getty, I see it shows all the time because he's up in Vermont and he's an awesome guy. consider a good friend. I like him uh, too. He's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I wish he could get stuff done on a timely manner that he could be doing regular books because he's so talented. Yeah. But he doesn't, and he would tell you that, too. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm good friends with Cena at this point. Yeah. Um, you know, he's awesome. Like my, yeah, my son calls him Uncle Cena. So, you know, it's been real lucky to kind of get to know that group. And yeah, and you actually get like we were talking about it. You actually get Invincible. Uh, the what? What is it even called? Is it like the proof? Yeah, I get the the, you know, the advanced proof. Um, that originally started because, you know, I I was talking to Ryan and actually the Baltimore Comic Con about, you know, with the page and everything, it was starting to get more and more people on there. And it was tough for me to be able to talk about the books or know what was a spoiler because, you know, living on Cape Cod, only having Newbury comics and all at that point in time, only having Newbury comics that didn't get their new comics until Thursdays. Yeah. That's how my comic was, shop is. It's rough. Yeah, it was tough for me to be able to, you know, a moderate, if people are posting real spoilers and be just to be able to discuss it with people. So he was like, well, we'll just get you set up on the mailing list for the advanced copies. And, you know, it's, it's cool. Cause you know, it's m- most of the time it's the finished issue. Um, I think only once in the entire time that I've been getting them, I got a black and white copy mm. and, uh, one issue, I think, one issue ever, when I got it, there was a page, um, it was the issue that Mark was leaving Earth, and I don't remember the number right now, but when he was meeting with his dad to talk about, um, you know, that he's leaving and everything, yeah. and that page, when I got it, was the color page, and it was, the, you know, them up on the mountain and everything, but there was no words. Mm. And the, but the, just because of the nature of the scene, I thought, like, I looked at it, and just with the expressions and how everything was, I was like, oh, man, they did a silent page with the two of them, like, kind of a 
understanding and knowing like this is what I have to do. I yeah. know this. Yeah. And like I was just looking at his dad. I was like, man, that's really powerful. And then like <laughs> Ryan's like, you idiot. He's like, there's words. You just forgot to. They when they did the proof, they sent it without that. And I was like, oh. I was like, I looked at it completely different. It's like, God, you're so are, are most of the errors, if there ever are errors, are most of them just the lettering or the words or misspelling? There's very, in, you know, it's probably been since, I want to say since around issue 104, 105, I've been getting the proofs. And um, there's been pretty much three or four total lettering errors um russ wooten is an absolute machine with the i mean i think he letters as many books as marvel puts out with yeah. wolverine in the 90s um i realize that reference is dated nowadays probably deadpool would be the right one to say <laughs> nowadays um but you know he he you know letters so many books and the fact that everything is flawless for the most part yeah. is just unbelievable to me so like I've seen, it was like, I remember once, like the way the balloon was, there was a word that was capitalized that shouldn't have been. And like one time it was supposed to be the, and it cut off the T were in the bubble. Yeah. So it was he, but like beyond that, there's been very, very few. That's crazy. Errors that I've never even seen. Wow. But it's great. You know, I, I love, you know, it's the day the issue comes out, I reread it, you know, to be able to discuss it with people and mm -hmm. whatnot and but still you know you, you have to kind of when you have the conversation with people kind of check in your head you know like all right which okay. yeah we almost we were almost able to sit down with you a couple of weeks ago and yeah. uh, and do this uh, and do this chat but uh and had we done that you would have known what happened in 134 before we yeah. even got a chance to yeah it. I'm, I'm expecting you know any day now because um, <laughs> i mean i i'm pretty sure Ryan had everything in the can for like four or five issues um, going up to this point. So I'm pretty sure any day now, it's usually like I, I looked at it. I got this issue um, February 17th. Uh, so within you know, yeah. a day or so, it has to be the next issue. I should be getting it in my email from yeah. uh, Ariel at Skybound. So I'm excited. You know, I think this issue is a nice setup some big moments of building moments, but not like the nothing's hit the crazy what I'm expecting that we're going to see within the oh, next yeah. few issues. Oh yeah, it's coming. Yeah. yeah. I think that I mean, this issue definitely set up for it. We talked about that a little bit in the podcast. In the I honestly, movie. you know, I used to know kind of in advance what would be happening. And right now, because I haven't seen Ryan for a while and, I haven't really discussed anything with them. I, I don't know anything beyond this issue of what's happening. So, you know, it's cool. And I'm, I'm glad because every issue I come in again, it's like, Oh, all right, yeah. awesome. Like, you know, like I know a lot of people, the last, not this issue, current week's issue, but like last month's issue, a lot of people like on the invincible fans. Really down on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you got the, you got a wedding issue and a funeral. That, yeah. That's been built to, the entire series out of nowhere. Like that's, you know, they did something that, you know, comics don't normally do. It was kind of like, it reminded me of, uh, I don't know if you guys watch parks and recreation, but just kind of out of nowhere, Andy and April get married one episode and they don't do like the big, like 
We're having a wedding issue. We're having a wedding episode on TV. It was just like, hey, here's your wedding. Boom. Excuse me. (coughs) Sorry. Sorry about that. No radio where I have a cough button. But, um, (laughs) you know, I I liked it a lot. You know, the the whole thing with Oliver. And, you know, I mean, I think Corey's last issue was unbelievable as well. Yeah. And those just got better and better. Every single one of Corey's just kept building and building. They were great. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you know, so many people were, like, down on him, and it's, like, the, what was it, the, the one at the last issue, but the one where, like, the, the two kids were going after Tara was just, like, such, I was so tense. Oh, I know. Yeah, issue. we talked like, about that, too, where we couldn't even, like... You can't breathe. Yeah. And it's the same one yeah. where Tara couldn't breathe. Like, that's insane. Oh, yeah. it, it was, oh, it was awesome. And, like, people were like, oh, I don't know, just nothing really happened, and it wasn't... And it's like, are you in, like, there's so many people that, like... You see, like, you know, I love Ryan's art, but some people were just weren't willing to give any sort of chance to anything about those issues. And it's like, come on, you know, like, yeah. <sighs> it, was fr- it was frustrating for me every day to read stuff on there. And yeah, I thought those issues were awesome. Yeah, it was tough last year dealing, dealing with the ups and downs and everything like that. When you're trying to stay positive and you're trying to, like, see the good in all this stuff and, like, be excited about it. And you go online or you read things and it's a lot of negativity. But Yeah. But, I mean, I literally anyone that you speak to in the comic industry is, like, Corey's one of the most talented people on Earth. Mm-hmm. And there, there's, there's literally nobody I know that works in comics that wouldn't say Corey is on another level of yeah. talent. Than... Have you, you've, you've read Destroyer, right? I have not. No, really. Oh, you got to check out yeah. Destroyer. It's awesome. Yeah. That was, I've, very seen, I've seen it a bunch and I've never read it, but no, I haven't. It's only five um, issues. Yeah. yeah that's cool. Yeah, it was, that was really cool. It was great. So, um, should, but... while we're still kind of, while we're talking about kind of the end of invincible, are there anything, yeah. what are some things that like you really, kind of want to happen or expect to happen is there anything like that that like is there a moment that you're waiting for or um i think i mean again in the past i have known spoilers and i'll say that i don't know spoilers so these are 100 percent just okay. my <laughs> opinions um i think nolan's gonna die um yes. absolutely yeah we just talked about that that's gonna be rough on me because you know like i said my dad died and i found out it was all, it's kind of funny, but very darkly funny. My whole family was over August 17th, and that's the day that my dad died, and also the day that they announced that Invincible was ending. And I didn't know ahead of time wow. that it was ending. What just fell? Okay, I don't know what that was. Um, <laughs> I didn't know at all ahead of time. Wow. So I'm just checking twitter and my twitter blew up uh, about it ending and you know my grandparents are over and my mom's over and they're all meeting my daughter for the first time and i look at my phone and i get the message i'm like oh what no no what and they're all like what's what's going on and i'm like looking at the context of that day yeah me reacting like that is like eh. <laughs> and i was like oh wait no well uh my favorite comics ending and you guys know that's a big deal but yeah no nothing like what we've dealt with other you know on this day before but um so 
it was weird to find out. And I mean, I know Nate, like I said, you know, is a friend of mine and he found out that day too. So it was kind of, it was kind of weird, like, you know, dealing with that. But I think, I think Nolan's got to die. Um, hopefully it's a really badass ending. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of concerned with the amount of faith and trust he's put in robot these last, uh, you know, a few yeah. issues, and, you know, it was, you know, one of Corey's issues where they go to Earth, and, you know, Nolan and Mark actually get in an argument about how much, you know, Nolan and Robot have become friends, and I'm, that's starting to creep up on me a little bit and make me feel like that might come back to bite Nolan a little bit. The, the moment sort of like that, that I'm very interesting, and I really hope that they uh, tie up at the end is Robot Invincible. In the alternate universe. Oh my gosh, that is one that that is one of the side stories that I'm most like yeah, that I, I mean, love. That the, the that baby monster girl conquest. Yeah, baby, yeah, like if that doesn't play some sort of very large role in the end, uh, I don't know. I mean, that's that's such a thread that will always bug me if that never gets resolved. <laughs> you know what? But uh, I mean, robot has you know has access to that dimension in a way, right? I mean... Yeah. And we have a, a... And Mark, who is, you know, leading those Voltramites, and they might need that their help. You know what I mean? So maybe... Yeah, other dimensional... Yeah. So maybe... Huh. Huh. <laughs> Did we just come up with a new theory? Maybe. <laughs> that, they're gonna jump, that they're going to jump dimensions to get help? No, yeah, that they might pull... Mark from another dimension, that Mark with that army, with that conquest. So we get to see conquest in the end. Oh, because you might conquest also... fighting Thrag? <laughs> Holy fucking shit. You just did that. Um, you just did that. It would be a cool way to do callbacks too. A battle beast from another dimension or a Rex Blode from another dimension. Oh my god. Oh my god. Something you, mean, just... you could have quite the army put together. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's, that's what I think is the big. Maybe that's his idea. Yeah. Bomb that needs to be dropped you know i've always you know when i've talked over story stuff with ryan i've always said that's one of the most important things to me and i remember the other thing i always i really complained about and sort of got changed a little bit but um during reboot when he had the fight with nolan it always bugged me that he didn't just say you're argyle's heir like when he, oh, he's, I never thought of that. Like when he's having a fight with Nolan about like you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to you know this is what happens, this is what happens. He never said that, and it always bugged me a little bit to be like, if you're gonna tell someone like, you know, you go to the store and you buy a lottery ticket, but you don't tell them that the lottery ticket won, like, you know, like I always, you know. I, I always want like, and when I saw the context of the store, the fight where everything kind of happened quickly, he never really got to that point. But yeah, wouldn't you think that would just be step one? It is pretty. <laughs> you important. don't have to take yeah. over Earth. You're in charge of the Viltrumites. Yeah, I don't know. Would that have changed what Nolan would have done? I mean, he probably still would have fought Mark. Still got angry. I mean. Yeah, he probably would have still I mean, fought him. But... Because at that moment, Nolan is loyal to the Viltrumites, regardless of whether or not he knows that he's the heir. Yeah, yes, yes, he is. Well, but... 
and then that could have just been a lie that Mark was saying. Like, that's yeah, not... he didn't believe, fully believe him anyways. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, Mark knew his intentions, and then that's what kind of freaked Nolan out, is that that's exactly what was going to happen. But just, I mean, that's like me saying, you know, you're, you're the heir of President Obama. Like, yup, believe me, <laughs> because I know things. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no yeah. way to back that up, really. Yeah, but when he's hitting other things that are... Other than the he fact he knows are true, yeah, yeah. I guess Other than the fact that just... how would Mark know who that was? That would have ticked something, because at the time, like Nolan. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah but you you're right. Find yeah. out about Argyle in the book until yeah. later. Reboot had reboot was awesome. Like all those yeah. fun callbacks, like being able to just that kind of what if mentality. It was a lot of fun. You're right. And I I love the fact that you got to see Otley draw older stuff. Yeah. Now, like, you know, he's got so much better. Mm-hmm. Over time, that it was just awesome to to see all the different things at his level that he's at now done again. Like when I was in New York that year, uh, what was that twenty fifteen? I think yeah. Um, when I was in New York that year, he had I think he had the second issue original art with him, and I sit down at the table at the show and where both of us sit down and uh, we were setting up and he just opens his backpack and pulls out Nolan punching through was it he punched through Immortal in that issue right yeah yeah and, and, and he's like hey look and I was just what? and I was just like oh that's awesome yeah <laughs> it was just it was so much fun like I mean I love those early issues but like art wise from that point to today he's just Worlds. It's amazing. Different, it's amazing. It's it's so great. I mean, I was just looking at it earlier today, and you know, it's going on 15 years. I mean, it's so great that we get to see his progression. And we talked about that with Otley, like being able to see his evolution and you know see his skills just grow. It's just been a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, he's you know he's I consider him a friend, but he's you know probably my favorite artist out there today. He's you know that style of kind of he's the closest one of the closest things you get to like the 90s image guys without being one of the 90s <laughs> image guys like i mean obviously there's still like capullo and jim lee occasionally and you know there's the guys around that are still from the 90s but you know there's like what otley david finch stegman mm-hmm. um you know there's not a ton of guys at this point, that really draw that you know cross hatching energy kind of crazy wild, you know superhero style that you'd see back then. Yeah. More of the clean line, Frank Whiteley, you know type. Uh, advi- not advised, but influenced yeah. art or you know Mignola uh, influenced guys, and those guys are awesome. You know, like Nick Patera, Andrew. Uh, McLean, you know, they're all very different styles and they're all awesome. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I grew up, you know, reading. I mean, I grew up reading everything, but the stuff that I really loved as a kid was, you know, the 90s McFarland Spider Man's, Liefeld, New Mutants, uh, Jim Lee, X Men, stuff like that. Oh, I yeah. absolutely loved. So glad to see something that kind of captures that. And that was kind of what drew me to it. Invincible originally was like, I was just like, oh man, this is a book I discovered. How early on, on did own. you start reading it? Like around what issue did you start picking it up? Um, 75. Wow, okay. So I wasn't very early. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it was, you know, pretty much when Walking Dead came on television. Wow. Um, I tried out Walking Dead because of the show. I mean, I was reading comics. I've subscribed to Spider-Man my whole life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I was reading comics and, you know, I tried out Walking Dead and I was like, oh, this show's okay. I'm like, let me read the book. And I was just like, oh, my, this book's amazing. Let me read other stuff that this guy has done. And, I, you know, it was really Invincible was the other big thing. And I was just like, this is so much better than in Walking Dead right away. I was just like, oh, I love this book. And, you know, pretty much since 70, I think 76 was my first day. I started literally right after the war. Wow. Um, or in, in the war, but yeah, after. Yeah, it was during it, but after issue. the big issue. Yeah. Um, you know, that was my first book that I read, and I, you know, haven't missed an issue since. Yeah, of course. Awesome. Uh, I think we got to start wrapping up then, man. Uh, all right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is, I talk all day, so. <laughs> no, no, it's great. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for sharing, especially oh, with no your problem. dad and everything like that. That's amazing. Just, like, this is why we wanted to sit down with, other fans of Invincible and everything, like hearing their stories. And, and why Invincible is important to them, why the people that work on it are important to them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I've been very lucky, uh, you know, to consider Ryan a friend. Um, you know, the people at Skybound are just amazing uh, to deal with. You know, like Sean Kirkham, if you guys don't know him at all, is one of the coolest people Mm-hmm. in the world um anyone that i've ever interacted with at skybound has been super nice and just awesome yeah i mean sean's great except for the fact that i kicked his ass in fantasy football this <laughs> year i just gotta point that point out because i am his current fantasy football champion um but you know beyond that they're awesome and <laughs> i'm very much looking forward to tomorrow getting in my invincible action figures oh um, yeah we well, are uh, on their way i checked the tracking i thought it was coming Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, TJ yeah, got he, his uh, bloody, bloody invincible. I I saw pictures of them in in New York, and I hadn't been able to say anything, so I'm very happy to actually get them. And you know, my, my I have a four year old, and he plays with any of the invincible. I have like the Funko Pop looking thing, and he plays with the all the toys and has all the st- uh, pins. Oh so. yeah. yeah. Psyched to let him play with us. You know, give him the bloody invincible within the intestines to play with. Yeah, he's four. But uh, yeah, so appreciate the time, guys. And uh, anyone out there, just you know, check us out on Facebook. It's facebook.com/slash Invincible Universe. Um, that's the official page. I should post more than I do, but <laughs> on the Invincible fans page, check out the Invincible yeah, page. Invincible fans the group, group uh, on Facebook as well. A lot more active overall because it's just a lot more a lot easier to, for people to see the mm-hmm. stuff on that and what's your uh twitter handle uh my twitter handle is at robbie z r-o-b-b-i-e-z um real easy to find i've had twitter for about 10 years now so <laughs> i was able to get one of those real small that's my gmail address too so able to get one of those really small addresses yeah early on nice very cool yeah. well thank you so much we're gonna we'll, we'll be talking to you again i'm sure we've got 10 more yeah. issues uh yeah so it's gonna be a really fun year so i i, I keep hoping that it's just gonna be one of those oh we were just yeah, you guys. yeah. Like, i don't like, think it is like the death but... of everyone where it's like yeah we're gonna kill everybody now nah, we're not yeah like we're ending like it, it. Nah. 
Yeah. But I, I think it really is happening this time. Yeah, I know. But it's going to be great. I didn't even want to ask Ryan. I'm like, are you, are you working us? Like, is that? But I didn't even, you know, it's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll it's, see in, what, 10 months-ish. Yeah. You should. I think you should be on time. He said, you know, he said if it, I remember him saying earlier, if he's going to get behind it all, he'll end up get, grabbing an inker again to keep it more on pace. But I think they're doing all right right now. Yeah. Yeah, I really am not, I don't really have much doubt in the fact that this is going to be pretty consistent and, you know, going to be exciting. Yeah. Oh, and one, one other thing, if anyone uh, is on the Invincible Fans page, I owe um, a scan, and maybe I'll try to do that right now. Um, I'm going to be giving away, adding to Mike and Rob's uh, contest that they have on there. We had talked about this earlier. There is a recalled edition of Invincible 94. That's probably the, or it is the rarest uh, Invincible book out there. Um, there's nothing you can really tell that's different about it, except for if you look at some of the first few pages, it literally, when they printed the ink set totally wrong, and it looks like all the pages are underwater. So they scrapped them. And the only people who got those issues were people who worked on the book who got comps. And I got five of Ryan Otley's. <laughs> copies of it and uh i have four still i uh, gave one to cory puga who if you guys haven't had on no he's he's on he, our list he doesn't know it yet yeah. but he's on our Corey's, list Corey's by far my favorite person yep. in the invincible fandom he's the nicest human on earth and he's such a dedicated fan and just he's awesome to other fans too so cool i gave Corey one of the issues um in baltimore and then i still have four i was keeping one for me one for my son, but now I have a daughter too, so I guess I have to keep two. <laughs> and uh, and uh, well, I'll be giving one of them away uh, in that contest that they didn't announce. They're like some page of art, the figures, some graded yeah, books, some which is really cool stuff. But that will be in there. It's signed by Robert and Ryan right wow. now, and um, hopefully at New York this year I'll get Corey to sign it too, since it was one of those dual issues yeah so uh if anyone if since uh in okay it's out already so i can say this since no one died are you guys gonna it, extend it I, I mean they should be able to because no yeah. one died in this issue like yeah i don't know when they're saying it first they're like well well everybody we should go extend it if no one dies yeah. i'm like Gosh. everybody yeah <laughs> everybody should go to the inventive fans facebook you know facebook group and find out whether or not they extended the contest because it's a great contest and uh, everybody should go check it out and there's some amazing prizes like you know obviously like the one you just talked about so yeah and i know there's like a page from issue 52 i think so yeah some cool stuff oh yeah so all right man that's my plug thank you guys oh of course no problem we will talk to you later thanks again for coming on man oh no problem appreciate right. it thanks rob thanks man yeah, thank you and we're back. Well, I'm back because I'm the only one here right now doing the outro because we forgot to do the outro. So uh, thanks again to Rob for, you know, sitting down and, you know, joining us for that part of the episode. And uh, remember, if you want to email us, you can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. Um, now, for those of you that enjoy the New Reader episodes, uh, you'll be excited to know that in two weeks, the next episode of the podcast will be uh, uh, New Reader Volume 9. The girls are getting pretty close to catching up, uh, so I'm excited to sit down and talk to them about that. So thanks again for listening, and we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.